London. Well, first of all, <clears throat> hello, everybody. <clears throat> Sorry that I'm clearing my throat. I just have a lot of allergies. So, um, yeah, I'm just sort of uh, condemned to clear my throat. But um, I'm in my hotel in uh, um, Hamburg. We were driving all night in the tour bus. And um, I'll say, I'm, but I'm going to go backwards. Um, been sort of on the move. And uh, so I didn't get to post um, uh, my uh, earlier entries. So this is going to be sort of a little catch up, just a little, a few notes from London and Brussels. And then I'll send you some pictures and uh, I'll get us in real time. But we're in real time now. I mean, I'm just, uh, I'm just sitting here, sort of shell shocked. My first uh, overnight on a tour bus in a few years. So, um, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I like it. It's, uh, you feel a little battered as you stumble out of the bus, but um, then you, you, you know, you have your coffee in the breakfast room, and all's right with the world. So uh, I'm going to read these notes. Just a few notes from London and Brussels. London, May 29th. Morning coffee, toast and olive oil, porridge and banana, smoothie, side of beans and some berries. Our rehearsals went well um, with the quartet configuration. And uh, actuality, as my son says, we're really a power trio with a singer, and um, that's me. <laughs> and uh, and we also travel with two technicians, our usual sound guy, and our uh, and our beloved monitor guy, uh, Daryl. And Pete is our sound guy. It's a little setup, a small setup, and everyone takes two or three roles. Uh, they. They get us from place to place. Uh, you know, you have to have train tickets and you're all kinds of, you know, do you need your shot uh, papers and just all kinds of stuff. And the fellas set up their own equipment. <clears throat> and uh, everybody helps take care of me. I mean, I'm independent, but <clears throat> sometimes I need, you know, they carry my bag or, you know, make sure that, I don't trip on the steps or go the wrong way, but um, yeah, um, we're a good team. It's only six of us, but um, I'm going off script, but but we do fine. Our first job actually was a festival in the UK and um, I don't know, for like 10,000 people. So just the six of us, we did pretty good. So, um, well, I was writing this this, you know, I'm keeping a notebook. And as I was writing, a very young girl, maybe 12, asked me for my autograph, but not on the paper, but on an iPad with a stylus. I, I can't imagine how this is saved. I, um, I mean, I, I never did that before, you know, given an autograph on an iPad. I've never used an iPad, but so I offered to write it on paper for her as well, but she didn't want it. She was happy to have it on her iPad, and then she ran off. I mean, she took off. <laughs> and uh, 
Yeah. It's always touching when a young person shows interest in you. And then it occurred to me that she's around the age of some of the children who were shot dead in Texas by a fellow teenage boy with a assault weapon. 18 children, 18 smiling, mischievous, challenged, hopeful beings, just having shed one skin, one cocoon, one or another, cut down completely. In our British concerts, we remember the children and the 25th anniversary of the passing of the great poet and activist Allen Ginsberg, and also Jeff Buckley, such a young man. It's hard to believe that he's been gone that many years. And, um, but we saluted him. We did our song Southern Cross uh, in his memory and on the album that it's on, I think it's, yeah, Gone Again, Jeff sang on it. He sang uh, on Southern Cross. So we thought about him as we played it. In Cambridge, I visited the wild meadow of King's, King's College, and it was just all these beautiful wildflowers, um, some poppies and Queen Anne's lace and all kinds of beautiful wildflowers. And then went to the grave of uh, Ludwig Wittgenstein. The scent of the wild enshrouded the grave of the great philosopher. Fully energized, I stepped upon the stage of the corn exchange corn exchange in Cambridge, and we had a great night. We got the train to Brussels. I love trains, so I'm always happy to take a train somewhere. It's the first day of June, first day of June and in the morning, I assess my state of being. I still feel the effects of my booster shot that I really didn't want, because, and it's still bothering me. In fact, I had the same dreadful transformation as from my other shots, but a little more prolonged and insidious. I truthfully don't like getting these shots, but we live in the times we are in, and in these times, they require it. And to travel to certain countries, they require a booster. And so I am thrice inoculated and uh, feel a little... I don't know, uh, just something a little strange. But I guess in the end, we just got to be, you know, we have, um, we, uh, we just have to maneuver things the best we can. The morning was bright in Brussels. The view from my window, a magnificent steeple loomed. I'm going to get uh, send a picture of that. And I did my stretches and I stumbled downstairs into the breakfast room. I made a plate of cucumbers and uh, some pumpkin seeds and goat cheese and marinated small fish and a roll. The coffee was strong, so I added hot water. I love coffee, but I don't like it strong. And then I got another roll with raisins in it, like a little roll with raisins, but I put that in my pocket for later. And uh, I contemplated um, the night before. It was our first night in Brussels, and the concert was unbelievable, like an erratic flame. Those people 
were on fire. It was the kind of fire that could ignite a whole forest. It was the energy of the people. And I realized that these two and a half years in isolation and semi-isolation has sort of displaced me a little. I was happy and excited, yet I was so caught up in the swirl of their energy that I struggled to contain it. I missed cues, I sputtered in tongues, and it was as if I was channel, channeling the Flemish consciousness. I was, I was speaking in mixed French and English and their history mixed with my history. Actually, it was awesome. But um, in any event, I love Brussels. I remember the first time I ever played in Brussels in like 1976, I think. Back then, Rimbaud was in the air, and we ate crepes and French fries or Brussels fries in paper cones, and the kids followed us on the street. We just They just walked down the streets with us, sometimes 10, 20 kids, and we just all hung out. We didn't take pictures or sign autographs. We just hung out. All right, I will be back. I'll be back to report on Germany. Bye. Bye.